Hi there, everybody. It's time for Reed Rants. I'm your show host, Reed. Today, we're going to talk about nootropics. So stay right there. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for sticking with us. I appreciate each and every one of you. And today we are going to delve a little bit into the subject of nootropics. Could NZT be a reality or maybe some form of NZT be a reality? Well, there's something that's been around for a little while. It's called nootropics. And it sounds a little bit like NZT might be if it were a real thing. When I watched the movie Limitless, I fantasized about being able to recall information and knowledge at a moment's notice. When I wanted, I read a lot. I watch a lot of videos. I know a lot of stuff, but I can't always put my hands on it or my brain, the little file guy in my brain doesn't always get his hands on it for me to actually be able to access the information. And believe me, this is a superpower I would love to have amongst a few others. Nootropics has been around for a few years, but I'm bringing this up because when I was looking through Craigslist, I saw an ad. New coffee creating mini and massive income streams with three asterisks in front of and behind the all caps title. And then there was this ad title. Nootropics creating massive short-term and long-term incomes with two asterisks preceding and at the end of the title. Do you think this guy's trying to say something? I decided to look into this phenomena because it's saying coffee is an ootropic. Of all the research links I went to, there is one that is listed below that says the top five nootropic coffees. There's also a great link about the 14 nootropics. Basically, a nootropic is a supplement that supposedly increases memory, enhances memory, increases brain function. Some have some clinical data supporting them. Some are spurious. Some have data that has been found to be affirmative in brain enhancing, but these data could not be duplicated. So what are you going to do? What I think is funny in a disturbing kind of way is that people are selling coffee with a bunch of other crap in it. And I went to these websites. A lot of these nootropic coffee brands, bags, do not list what's in them. And that's a problem. Because if you're taking something that's supposed to enhance brain function, it can actually compete, interact with, and be a very bad thing if you're taking other medications. For instance, any type of Alzheimer's medication. And since some of these nootropics claim that they increase pathways for dopamine, I'm not sure if that actually means that they're touting that they increase dopamine. And there are some medications that increase dopamine. 
Dopamine is the reward neurotransmitter. If you get too much dopamine, that can be bad. That results in impulsive behavior and your brain actually stops making dopamine. So this is a concern. I don't know if it's something that's a concern with nootropics, but it's something to think about. Of course, this type of subject, I'm going down looking at stuff and I took a very lengthy stroll into the rabbit hole. FDA regulations, what people say, is it a supplement, is it a drug, does it work, does it not work, what are you going to do, who do you turn to? These people often, there's this big new thing and it's akin to snake oil salesmen. It's akin to people selling placebo. There are some studies that show that some of these things actually help with brain function. Some of them are dangerous. Some of them your brain gets used to. Here's a quote that I copied out from the FDA website. It was from a press release. No otropics require no clinical trials, no proof of safety or effectiveness, no FDA approval, and no prescription from the doctor. A broad regulation directed to supplement makers is that they don't claim that it treats a disease. If companies take care not to run afoul of marketing regulations, they can sell their products online and store on shelves. Translated, that means if they don't make claims that aren't true, it's okay to sell them, but that's not the case. In fact, the FDA sent out about 12 letters and maybe even more. I think I saw another article that said 40 letters to different companies saying, no, you can't make these claims. The claims that these supplements cannot make is saying that they're going to treat or mitigate any kind of disease. And some of them say, oh, it can stop Alzheimer's. It can cure cancer. It can make you feel better. It can enhance brain function. You'll, no, they're not allowed to say that. They're not allowed to say that. But you also may know in order for a supplement to pass FDA, they do not have to be effective. They only have to not kill you or hurt you. So there are a lot of supplements out there that people are buying and spending gobs of money on and they have FDA approval. That does not mean that they work. Again, tons of articles. I've got links down below. I welcome you to look at some of these. There was a lot, a lot. Some of the things work, some of the things don't. One of the flaws that's associated with the FDA is often the clinical trials that are run for drugs, prescription drugs, are paid for by the prescription drug company that is being tested. Another flaw is the fact that most clinical trials only last eight weeks. I've gone through this over a previous podcast episode where people are on antidepressants for months, for years, for decades. And clinical trials on these medications has not exceeded two or three months, maybe four months, if you're lucky. And I seriously doubt that. So how are they going to know what it's doing to your head? And the brain is very, very complex. Our bodies are incredibly complex. If you start introducing something, it may not necessarily be good for you. 
I suppose after writing this, it is apparent that I am not entirely convinced that this is the best course of action. Another thing with supplements is they're not regulated. A while back, I believe it was in the 90s, tryptophan was taken off the shelves because a Chinese manufacturer decided to not take one of the steps in the processing of the tryptophan. People died from that. Tryptophan was taken off all the shelves everywhere. And then people started turning to 5-HTP, which is a precursor of tryptophan. As you may know, tryptophan is a precursor to serotonin. And as you also may know, serotonin makes you happy. There are more things involved. It's not just serotonin. It could be norepinephrine. It could be dopamine. It could be all sorts of stuff. Cortisol could be too high. Your body has a very delicate balance. And if we don't know what we're doing, how can we endeavor to make things better? What does this mean to all of us? It means that we've got to do our own legwork and find out our own information about what we can take and what we can't take. If you cannot take caffeine, do not drink a coffee that says it's going to enhance brain function. You are going to be worse off, likely. One of the neurootropics are nicotine. Nicotine is incredibly addictive, as is caffeine. There are things that are natural that can hurt you. Poison ivy is natural. Opium is natural. Yeah, those things can hurt you. In one article, I saw that 22 doses of this brain aid, this brain enhancer was $139. That's a lot. I've gone to a supposed functional medicine doctor who had clients and she was helping people lose weight and get healthier, supposedly. I found it odd that she wanted everybody to buy the supplements in her office that cost anywhere from $250 to $350 a month. Oh yeah, and the tests aren't covered by insurance. Gotta love that. It seems the only people that are really benefiting from this type of situation are the people who are carrying the supplements, people that are selling the supplements. And it is recommended that healthy people do not take brain-enhancing supplements. You don't know what you're doing in your head. Be careful. These supplements not only can be a lot of money, they can be a waste of money. Ever wonder why your urine looks green after you take vitamins? That's all the money you just spent in the toilet. Granted, a lot of money ends up in the toilet, but you gotta eat, right? Alpha-GPC is one of the ingredients that are in some of these coffees that are no ootropics. Alpha-GPC increases acetylcholine. And if you're not familiar with what acetylcholine does, it causes bradycardia. And what bradycardia is, is when your heartbeat falls below 60 beats per minute. That can be dangerous. When my husband was biking on a really regular basis and his heart rate was 37 beats per minute, that is not unusual for athletes. So taking something that lowers your heart rate can be dangerous, as is something that will increase your blood pressure. Substances like 
aniracetam, paracetam, paramaracetam, and adrophenil. Build is a cousin to the alertness drug modafinil are illegal in some countries. Too much DMAE raises blood pressure, which can put someone at risk of stroke. Nicotine and caffeine are addictive. Some of the nootropics can work for months and then suddenly not work because your body adapts to them. Some of them take months to work so you don't even know what's going on. In this society that we live in, we want something right away as quickly as possible. And we may end up taking too many things because we want that quick fix. I am not digging this whole no ootropics thing. I did see that it's been around for a few years and maybe this is a new incarnation because it's in coffee now. But be careful what you take. This is just like the energy drinks where there are ingredients in them that you may not know what it's doing to you and it may be dangerous. Some of these supplements or brain enhancers don't list everything that's in them. So be careful. That's pretty much all I've got for today. I have got at least 20 links on this subject, including links from FDA, Wikipedia, WebMD, Science Direct, all sorts of places. So I welcome you to do a deep dive into some of these articles and read them for yourself. Before you decide that you want to take something that's a brain enhancer, think about what it might do if you're on other medication or you have other health concerns. I want to be that person that is smart and quick and all that, but I still want to sleep at night. I still want to wake up in the morning. Yeah, that. That's all I've got for this week. If you'd like to reach out to me, feel free to do so. I can be reached at read at fastmail.com. Our home on the web is readrants.com. You can click follow and get email posts of podcasts and blogs directly delivered to your email box. We do rhetoric, which is today, words, which is on Wednesday, and reviews, specifically rental film reviews, on Friday. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I appreciate each and every one of you. Until we talk again, take care of you, everybody. Reed Rance, signing off. Mm-hmm.